My pee only smells like coffee, like the one, the first or the second right after the cup. Uh-huh. It's just full, Is that full like, coffee. Do you drink coffee like before you eat breakfast or is it like together? Yes. Before. You drink it before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, maybe so that's then why. it's just like, it's a second brew, if you know what I yeah. mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then later in the day, it like gets diluted in your system. So it doesn't smell like coffee mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you pee. Okay. Exactly. Have you ever like only drink coffee and like you're just like so busy that you can't eat anything. So the only thing in your system is coffee and your pee just smells like coffee for the whole day. There's really mm-hmm. never a time when I'm so busy that I can't eat something. <laughs> <laughs> My day revolves around what I'm going to eat for lunch and what I'm going to eat for dinner. Uh, <laughs> so like if there's a meeting, like if someone schedules a meeting, I will literally say, hey, at this hour, like I want to take some time and like enjoy myself. So um, oh, I'm going to decline this meeting. Setting those boundaries. Yeah. I, yeah. gotta, I feel like if I, I, I feel like if I just drank coffee and then didn't eat anything, like you would die. I would, li- I w- I would die. <laughs> but before I die, I would literally feel my skeleton <laughs> like just like jiggling around in my body. Yeah, one hundred percent. I have this like when I'm super busy, I'm like I'm just channeling Mary Kate and Ashley in like the most unhealthiest sense. Oh my god, <laughs> the busy girl drinking coffee. Oh. Hope they're doing well. But just smoking like, cigarettes. <laughs> yes. Letting it rip with the cigarettes. All right. So what are we eating and drinking today, Christina? Christina? I don't yeah. know why we both. We had a few things going on over there. I've got an old-fashioned that I just made, and I've got a lemon peel instead of an orange peel because that is what I have. And then I got some chips and salsa. Salsa are those today. <laughs> Yes, they are tortilla chips, as opposed to what? <laughs> I don't know, potato chips. <laughs> but it's also like what yes, kind of discriminate? They're you like white corn potato, uh, not potato, <laughs> white corn tortilla <laughs> chips. <laughs> white corn tortilla chips with like, I think there's like a hint of lime on them. Mm. Ooh. Oh, okay, and then ASMR, ASMR moment. Mm. I get tingles just listening to like. <laughs> okay, how about Christine? What about you? Me, um, I'm not munching on anything, unfortunately, because I came from brunch, so I'm pretty full. But I am going to have a drink with y'all. I'm drinking this Japanese vermouth, which is basically like a vermouth made with sake, and there's like it's like steeped with bitters and spices, and it's yuzu flavored. So I'm excited to try it. And look at the mm. label. There's like a little sh- what cherub, a little cherub with on a toad. A on a toad. Wow, cute, very fantastical. Yeah, it's kind of funky. I saw it at um, Aster Wines, and I was like, this looks pretty interesting. You get it, Try Aster. It. I barely Aster. even know her. <laughs> Stupidest joke. You don't know that joke. Megan, do you know? It's like anything. It's like anything that ends with an er. Uh-huh. So it's like, um, I don't know, think of another word that ends with ER or like a place or something. A place? Yeah, or I don't know, anything that ends with ER. Master. Easter. Master. Easter. I barely even know her. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> is this a TikTok this situation? No, no. This is like, 
it's just like a old like American thing, like that. Sure. Mm. <laughs> I missed out. It's, like white, it's like a white person thing. <laughs> I see. I see. That makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Megan. What are you? What's up, Jeffrey? I have so many drinks in front of me. So I have hard kombucha, mm-hmm. grapefruit hibiscus flavor. I have a LaCroix because it is early right now on this part of the world. Um, and then I have an iced coffee. Wow. Nice. So I'll just be drinking all of these as we go. And then I have a pomelo. Look how Ooh, it's much. So- Look how much like flush. <laughs> so fleshy. Yeah, it's like yeah. so much flush in this one pomelo. Like this is a big plate, you know? And it's like wow. yeah, it's really That's yummy. Great. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So what right. are we talking about today? Yeah. Oh, we're getting into it, guys. Mm-hmm. We are talking about beauty standards. Ooh. Big topic. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> big hot topic. Cheers. Intro, cheers. 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 Okay, yeah. so we are talking about beauty standards and mm. physical body changes that we have experienced and are planning on going through maybe um, between mm-hmm. our 20s and 30s. So maybe what we can do is get into Irta with like our first question, which right. is, what have you done to change your physical appearance? Should we just go around and say like what we've done to change our physical appearance? One that did not come with the way that we were born into this world. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess specifically to meet some kind of beauty standard. So not like a mm-hmm. medically Medical. necessary like something, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't done that much. Like, if we count braces, like this kind of goes back to our very first full episode of um, Mm -hmm. season one, uh, where we talked about all of us having braces as adults. So I guess braces could count. And I talked in that episode about getting my moles removed from my face, Mm -hmm. my chums, and then if tattoos count, I recently got a tattoo. (laughs) I don't know if that like you know. I feel like that's more just like a personal thing yeah but I haven't done anything else so far in my life do you feel different after like the intention that goes behind getting a tattoo there's like it's a very cool tattoo but do you feel like you carry yourself differently or like the expectations of uh getting a tattoo and the feeling of having one afterwards like do you feel any difference before and after um it's kind of hard to say right now because I it's winter so I'm mostly wearing long sleeves except today I'm wearing a t-shirt so I am like showing it off a little bit more (laughs) on my arm but I did go to the gym the other day and I felt very cool but it's also like my first time in the wild with my new tattoo. Um, but for the most part, I'm more concerned about like making sure it's moisturized and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like if I got a tattoo and it was like summertime, I would like, you know, when you like look at people and then you see if like they caught a detail about you, I would like be scanning. It's like, did you look at my tattoo yet? <laughs> You're like, "Mm, hello, did you look at my tattoo? (laughs) Isn't it cool? (laughs) I feel like for me, too, I haven't done anything exciting. 
but we'll probably get into that um, a little bit later. I feel like what it, what did I have? I had braces. I have tattoos, but I don't have anything done. I'm like trying to think like, have I ever? No, like it's literally just like facials and fun stuff like that. But I would love, I would, I want some, you know, <laughs> like some tightening. Some, just a little yeah. some <laughs> I do. I do remember one of my friends got, tried one of the, it's like that freeze fat removal thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she tried that before, um, which I think she, I think she said it was like fine, but I don't think she like raved about it like crazy or anything. But mm. that would be interesting. I've like seen, that would seen be those interesting. places around before. And I heard it's like really, you definitely, I mean, with anything you have to do your research, but I hear that for like for some procedures, it works better on like certain types of people or like certain oh. um, ethnic groups as well. So like, you know, you have to be really careful and like do your research on if you find a procedure that maybe you want to do or like is really interesting to you, find people mm. who understand like the type of skin you have or the type of you know body you have or whatever, just so that you're not going in it blind. And that like general information can apply to like most of everyone, but if there's anything specific that you need or like want to like, yeah, cross off and validate. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Christine? Me? Yeah, I've had braces two times. And then what other things have I gotten done? Oh, yeah. Um, I recently, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this on the other like podcast episode, but I recently started getting baby Botox, not like adult Botox. What's, what's baby versus adult <laughs> Botox? What's baby Botox versus just Botox? I was getting a facial by an esthetician, if that's the way you say it. And she <laughs> recommended that like in your early 30s is like it's a good time to start getting um, baby Botox because it basically like freezes the muscles um, where wrinkles typically form. And so if you inject a little Botox like near your eyes and like in your forehead periodically, then it'll have it's like benefits you'll like reap the benefits of starting earlier so that those wrinkles don't form in er your earlier age and it kind of preserves your face for a little bit longer so I've done like some research around it and there was I don't know if who conducted this study but I was like totally sold into it where they did the study with two twins and did I mention mm -hmm. this in the other like podcast i think you were like talking about a little bit of the research that you were doing uh -huh. you hadn't gotten it yet but you were in oh, okay. the thick of the research yeah but yeah. go on go so on. i ended up getting it and a part of that research there was like a study with twins of one twin like they were identical t twins and one twin got baby botox and the other one didn't and you can see like a very stark difference in like the wrinkles that form in their faces. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, it's not like that big of like a, a change to my face. I'm just like pausing or like um, letting it become a little bit harder for some of the muscles to move in my face. So like when I like lift my eyebrows, this is like, I can't, before I remember like when I furrowed my eyebrows or when I like lifted it, there were a lot of like, both of you guys are like, if you guys, watch the no, like recording no we, like, no, we have to <laughs> <laughs> it's not my muscles are don't. they're not frozen like I can still I still have like facial expressions but it's not like 
it kind of feels like I tied my hair back and then it's Mm -hmm. like a little bit harder. So I feel okay about that. There's this like she-she like millennial Botox place in my neighborhood. She-she. Like like frou-frou. Yeah, like frou-frou. Woo-woo? Yeah. You know, she-she she she to me sounds like p because like she is like how you call p like for little kids you say like you have to go she oh my gosh there's does it where did i even get this oh yeah she, I'm, sure she it means, I'm sure it exists yeah. i literally looked it up like means urine or urine <laughs> Wait, literally really I that was just a like, korean thing and then there's like the online slang dish- dictionary and it says that it's mm. used to describe a person, place, or thing that's excessively showy or extravagant. Like oh. his looks belt is she she. Mm. And, and is also, that what you meant? Is that what you meant? Yeah, that's what I meant. It's like a little oh, bit like, okay, perfect. It's like a, it's like one medical, but for like millennials with mm. like Brooklyn sensibilities. Anyways, that's <laughs> where I went. They made it very, very easy and they like mapped out the coordinates of like where they're going to put the shots. And it was so painless. The needles are like so micro, tiny, tiny, tiny. They're like little hairs. And oh, is I've it gotten baby so Botox? Interested. Like, is it baby? I just, this is me like analyzing words and like the way they're marketing things but like is Uh it baby botox because it's less botox or is it like in less areas or like is it like why or do they call it baby botox because you get it when you're a little younger and they coin it as preventative you know so why is it called i have no idea but i think it's probably all of the above like Mm. i think you i think it's like a certain level like if you get less than a certain amount Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of Botox whatever like the normal amount is yeah. I feel like that's that means it's like baby Botox because is it like previously it was only for people who would get like excessive amount like really or like much larger amounts and because they already had wrinkles and they're trying to like get rid of it but it also doesn't really that's, work like that right I mean like my understanding of Botox comes from like Dr. 90210 you remember that <laughs> yeah, show exactly <laughs> There would be Heidi like Montag also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get like lots of Botox and they look like a certain way, kind of yeah. like very unnatural. And I think a lot of that comes from like fillers too. Like they get fillers mm. and Botox and they can't move their face. But mm-hmm. Botox, I, baby Botox, the way that it's been marketed now is more just like saving or like preventing wrinkle prevention. Yeah. And you still carry like my face still looks like the way that it was before, yeah, but it's just exactly. a little bit like smoothed out and I can yeah. still express myself. I don't look I don't look like Dr. Nano two one oh like you don't look like your face is just like frozen in time. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. But no. it does look snatched, let me tell mm-hmm. you. It like looks it like does look glass. like yeah. And like, you know, when you were talking earlier, you were talking about how it feels like you like have your hair tied. Like that's mm-hmm. what it looks like too. It looks like, you know, like that trick where you like r- tie your hair back, yeah, yeah. like on the yeah. sides and it's also like my hair is tied back. Up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. It's like it a is. double that's effect. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's that's basically it. That's all I got done. Maybe this is like the gateway drug to like other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that when I had a conversation with my family, they're like, this could be like a slippery slope. It could mean that you you're gonna get like fillers and like you're gonna next up get like a boob job and like a BBL and whatever, like liposuction. But I think it's more just like it seems like wearing sunscreen to me. So that's the mm. way I'm like thinking oh, about it. That's a that's a that's yeah. a cool way to put it. Yeah. 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 I might be nice. terribly misinformed, but that's the way that I'm thinking about it today. But yeah, you know, life is short. Life is <laughs> short, true. life is long, but might as well look good while you're like living, right? Yeah, might as well look snatched. Might as well look snatched. <laughs> <laughs> Have you two like thought about getting like baby Botox or any other like one hundred percent? Every yeah. day. Every day I'm like, see if I wake up, I look at the mirror and I'm like Hey, what? beautiful. <laughs> it's just silent for people listening. Yeah, it's just silent for people listening. But basically the whole time I was looking, it's like I'm looking at the mirror at my face. Mm. And like imagining it looking snatched and up. I just feel like it sounds odd. And I think I've mentioned this like a long time ago or like the last time I was in New York, I think, with you guys. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. the second I think I turned like 30, 31, like the second I went from my 20s to my 30s, I just for some reason really felt this change just like in my body and my face and it could be a result of like a whole host of things but I personally feel like a difference that I'm seeing like I'm definitely seeing more wrinkles or like I'm I'm not feeling like as snatched or like whatever else so Mm -hmm. it's easy to I think be like oh Mm. I think it's like time for a little preventative um baby Botox Yeah. yeah Yeah, I don't know. I have not considered it, but I think it's like good. Like I think it's good for like people who want to. I'm more insecure about like my stomach versus my face. Like mm. the wrink like skin wise, you know? So but I've never like thought of like doing anything with that. It's just more like, oh I, sh- I like I wanna work out more and like feel just like more energy. Like I just feel like since 2020 and then like working from home and just like not being as active, like that's what I personally am like more insecure about, like physical appearance wise. Botox wise specifically, I haven't really thought of that, but I think it's very Mm -hmm. intriguing. So yeah, that's, that's for me. Ooh, does this totally lead us into (laughs) maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, I just, I let us right there. Yeah, you. So okay, cheers. Let's go into Icha. we were going to talk about. You know, we wanted to talk about how our relationships with our bodies like have changed from Mm -hmm. like childhood into like teenagehood, adulthood, etc. So, oh my god, I don't know. Should I just dive in first? Dive, dive deep. Okay. Well, so. What actually comes to mind is Christine will probably remember this because we went to high school together, but we, in 11th grade, we had, our high school is very liberal and it was a humanities school. So we would study a lot of like interesting topics. And then in 11th grade, we would do um, these units about racism, classism, sexism, all that kind of stuff. And then on one of the days we like separated the boys and the girls of our grade and we like 
had different discussions together. And I remember in the girls discussion, um, we were talking about like how we feel about our bodies. And then they asked us to go into four different quadrants and it was like agree to disagree. It was like a scale. Um, and they would ask us questions like I like want to change my body or like I'm insecure about this or I'm confident about that. So I just remember like at the time, like I was very, I was always like very thin, like kind of quote unquote naturally thin, like quote unquote fast metabolism, like that kind of thing. And I swam in high school. So I was just always like very active. Um, so I, I guess I felt like I was lucky that I didn't personally like struggle that much with like worrying about my weight because I was just like swimming all the time. So I, I didn't like think about it that much. And I remember like they were saying, one of the questions was like, I, like, I am happy with my body. Right. So I went into the agree, um, like box and there were mm -hmm. only like one or two other girls there. Um, obviously, because it's like teenage girls, like we, we have all these different insecurities. Right. And I remember the teacher, like specifically, like not in front of the other students, but like on the side, like questioned me a lot about like why I, why I was in the agree. And I think she just was, I think she was just trying to like uncover, like, is it because I'm thin? So I'm happy because I like match the standard of like, being thin so anyway I don't know where that was going but that was That's just a memory that's like, interesting yeah yeah because yeah. she's like but like why like why do you think you're you you know are like happy with your body and like wouldn't change anything or things like that and again it didn't feel like from a malicious place yeah it was just like it was kind of confusing because it was like oh is it because I am just confident or is it because like because I'm thin and then that's what the standard is, you know, at the time. Mm -hmm. What's odd is like, but if you said, oh yeah, it's because I feel like I'm thin and what is around me is that, mm -hmm. for example, at the time, like thin is beautiful. And so like, I feel beautiful. Well, even mm -hmm. if that is your answer, that should be what enough. is she going to say? Yeah, that should be yeah. enough. What is she going to say? Like, no, absolutely not. You need to take that out of your brain, you know? So I feel yeah, like she maybe so either went like off script. She went off yeah. script. <laughs> Yeah, with this and exercise, again, or like yeah. she was projecting, or something. Yeah, I don't know. And thankfully, it wasn't like in front of the whole class. Like it was like mm. later during lunch, we were like talking about it. So I totally like went on a tangent from the actual question. Uh, but no, that but was my childhood. That's like setting mm. context for like that's like how I grew up with my body image, and then like cut to college, and I'm not. Um, swimming anymore and like burning so many calories but I'm still eating as much as a swimmer so then I gained like freshman 20 yeah so then I just think like since then it's just always a back and forth of like oh yeah I'm like happy with like how my body has like evolved to also oh like I also wish I could be thinner but also like I want a bigger ass or like also you know it's like you're constantly like going into like moments of confidence and then mm. also you're still just exposed to how the standards keep changing you know right in front mm. of you that was yeah you totally, I, don't have, I don't have a conclusion <laughs> no 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 you you, okay like, to you totally one, yeah I feel yeah. like you totally hit the nail on the head mm. is that the term yeah. you hit the mm -hmm. nail on the head like it's like perfect because I I think you perfectly described like 
a woman's experience. Mm. Um, cause like that can, that confusion and like that back and forth, I feel like is, is like a woman's experience. Mm. And what I mean by that is like, I think both at the same time, and I'm, and I, I guess I'm speaking pretty generally like for women, like who am I? But mm-hmm. I think just also, cause like I can really relate to what you were saying where I feel like at the same exact time, I am like so proud of like mm. being a woman and having all of these organs and just like having just a crazy way of doing life in this body. Mm. So like I'm so proud of that um and all the things that happen to the body as well. But then at the exact same time, I am insecure about certain things or there is a voice whether that be internal or you know from from external forces that are saying no 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 you need to be like this mm-hmm. and so it's just like it's always constantly this back and forth and things happening at the same exact time where yeah. you're both proud and you're like insecure about mm-hmm. some certain part of of who you are but yeah it's like i just feel like that's such a perfect representation of I feel like what how a lot of women are you you're just in these two states at the same time constantly I think like that high school experience of just like starting like stir up these questions of like how you perceive your body and like is this the right way or like was I like being unaware of the way that I was like carrying my body and um all the change that happens especially at like an early age and having to navigate through your body and the way that you carry yourself and how your identity like relates to that it's like a whole journey that like it's like a like a very long path of like learning lessons about how to speak to your body and like I think that women have to do this more because the pressure is higher and Mm -hmm. it's stressful but I think that there's a lot that like women can relate to each other on in terms of what you were talking about, Christina and Megan, like it's ways that we can like connect to each other more deeply about how we operate in this body of ours and how mm-hmm. we should like talk to it and how like the meaning that we should assign to these like standards that are so prevalent everywhere on social media, in the media and in conversations with family, with your teachers. Mm. And all of that. Yeah. Oh my God, that reminds me. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, sorry. I think it's just, it's okay to just be. That's fine. I think like a lot of what happens and I definitely do do this a lot too, is you try to like meaning make with every single Mm. thing. Um, And sometimes I think that gets really difficult because like sometimes on some days, like you just want to be insecure and you you are insecure and like that's what your hormones are telling you or like that's how Mm -hmm. life is navigating toward Um, and then sometimes you feel like a baddie and then that's okay too so I think you just like have to be okay with like Mm. wherever you are what I got from that is like you mean it's okay to like not feel resolved you know at any given point Mm. it's like you can Mm -hmm. it's just what you were saying at the same time you're feeling both of those things and like that's Mm -hmm. fine as a woman in your 30s it that becomes truer because in your 20s like your body is going through a lot of change and you're like how do I like understand all this change and then you have like a whole decade under you of just like cycling through all these changes like 
monthly, you have a cycle, you get bloated, you de-bloat, mm-hmm. and you understand how your body will react to certain foods and where you are in your cycle. And I think that like now in, at least for me in my thirties, it's like, I understand it and I'm going to just ride it. Like, I know that I'm going to be bloated during this time. It's okay to be bloated. It's going to go away. These foods I react to, like learning how to tend to your body a little bit better instead of like torturing yourself. Like, why am I so bloated? Like, when is this going to go away? But yeah, I think one thing to like communicate is that like everyone goes through it mentally and even though it's not communicated verbally to like in conversations with your friends, I do think that it's always something that like, at least for me, is like running in my mind of like, how is my body like doing today? Do I feel fat? Do I feel ugly? Do I feel hot? Do I feel like a baddie? Mm-hmm. It's something that is ever present and always just like that voice in my head that's that will never shut off but Mm. I'm trying to like keep it in check and in control instead of like getting it having it kind of like go haywire in the ways that Mm. I did in my like teens and my 20s yeah that's a good point this is like kind of random but I don't know why I just had this thought about like I feel like my clothes like can be Mm -hmm. a trigger because like you have clothes that you have for so many years and then like they're still like good clothes but then they just don't fit your body the same anymore and then you just still hold on to it and then also that and like changing sizes and clothes like going up a size or down a size or whatever it is right it changing it just like messes with you such a mind fuck yes yeah but then it's like at home like I'm wearing my like really comfy girlfriend collective sweatpants and it's just like it feels (laughs) loose and like I feel skinnier when I'm wearing those and then I put on my jeans and I'm like oh my god like you know I'm so bloated or whatever yeah so that's like very frustrating I kind of like yeah it's kind of annoying though because like when you do gain weight or lose weight like your body changes like ideally you can buy like a whole new wardrobe that fits your body the best but then Mm -hmm. like that's not realistic so yeah yeah and also because it's like goddamn jeans man like it's the (laughs) jeans because like you find your pair right you're like yeah that's so true how hard is it to find like the perfect Uh pair of jeans it's so difficult but then after like three years of searching you find one and you're like holy Mm -hmm. shit this is awesome and then like you know maybe next season you put it on and it's like too loose or too too tight and you're just like, great. I have to I'm fit my body go. now, change my body to <laughs> yeah, fit this. Exactly. Yeah. It's such a weird trigger. Especially when like skinny jeans were in. I remember in high school, I don't know if you guys did this, but skinny jeans were like it in high yeah. school and college. And I remember just throughout the day putting my body under so much stress to like suck in during class. And like when I'm standing up, like during not recess but nutrition and lunch and also just like sitting down in like other places like at a restaurant I would always like suck in my stomach and then when I took off my pants at home I would feel this like huge wave of relief like oh my god thank god (laughs) and you get the indents yeah the indents into your in your skin (laughs) oh my god Uh, (laughs) and like I could feel I could still feel that like anxiety in my gut of just like Mm. having to suck in for so many years but thank god dad jeans are in I know I love my loose ass like 
thing. It's like you. garbage bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I also like back in the like 2010s, I loved when um, it was trendy to wear leggings with like a long tunic, like a tunic top or like a tank. Like, oh, that was my jam because that was like after freshman, you know, gaining weight in college. And then that was the trend. Like, that was good. So (laughs) good. I hope that some guys are listening to this. I would be curious to hear about like if guys Mm. have to like suck in when they mm. have to wear because I know like guys wear skinny jeans too but like do, do they, they have also have all the time do they hold that like, trauma in their like gut it's super interesting like I've had a few conversations with Sean about mm-hmm. like body image and like the stress women go through and like this was a conversation actually pretty specifically around like food mm-hmm. so So there's like, I think there's like a concept of like food guilt. So for example, like if I, if I ate in and out for lunch, right? Like Mm -hmm. I enjoy it, but then after I eat in my brain for a few, you know, for like a minute, I'll think, okay, so I had a burger, which is like unhealthy or high calorie or whatever. So for dinner, I'm, I'm probably like not going to eat something heavy or like I'll try and eat something really light. I'm already putting guilt on myself mm-hmm. for having enjoyed like a burger, right? Yeah. So it's not like extreme, but I definitely have it because I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just, I just grew up with that. I just have that in my brain. There was one lunch or something. I think like I had made pasta and like Sean and I had enjoyed a bunch of pasta. And then like, I think to myself, but out loud, I was like, okay, like for dinner, like, probably just like do like a little like a simple salad or something and he was like I think he like had asked me like oh what like why are you eating a salad like what if we want something like you know what if we want something legit later or whatever and I think it was like kind of a like a realization to me as well like I knew I did it but it was interesting to like have my partner who's all you know who's a male who's a white cis male (laughs) hear that and then explain and and I was I was asking him I was like don't you do that like don't you think like if you you know if you had a big burrito or something for lunch like don't you think like oh I'll have a lighter dinner he's like no (laughs) I don't do that and so I know it's just it's like it's wild so yeah it's it's super interesting I think like with men and like, I mean, obviously they have things that they go through and there are, you know, obviously a whole, a whole host of things that males and men go through as well. But it is quite interesting in terms of like weight or food or even just like the way of feeling. Like Christina, I think you were the one who told me there's like a meme or something where it's like men wake up every day f- most of the time feeling mm, just like exactly the same. The same every single day because they don't have hormones that dictate these waves. I mean, it it does come, but like maybe later in life or whatever. But for women, literally every day is different. Every day your body is going through some sort of like hormonal change. And especially actually at night when you're sleeping, that's Mm -hmm. when it happens. And so every day I wake up, I have like a different (laughs) lens or like a different thought or like a different feeling or whatever. And men are just like right here. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really interesting, like thinking about that and talking about that with someone who has like no idea. Yeah. Megan, I have a question for you. So like Mm -hmm. in your preference for choosing a salad for dinner, 
Is that something mm. that you're like tuned into your body and you're like, I want something lighter? Mm. Or do you think it's something that has been trained over time from like a behavior that you, you've observed from someone else? And you're like, oh, that is what I should do because I had a heavier lunch. Yeah. I mean, it that's a really good question. Yeah, it could be both. I mean, that's a really good question because, and it's really difficult to like fully identify because I do love salads generally. Um, I do love having like fresh fruits and vegetables. So yeah, like crunchy vegetables. So it's difficult, I think, to like actually say, but if I'm really being honest with myself, I do feel like it's, it's definitely more guilt. It's, it comes from the guilt side of me having had a quote unquote high calorie, high fat, high carb, whatever lunch, for example, because like it would be different if I, you know, five hours later was like, oh, I kind of feel like a salad right now. Cause like, you know, like lunch felt a little heavy and like, I want something like light, Mm. you know, but then because I'm thinking about it and I'm flagging it, like as I'm eating my burger or like right after I ate my burger, I feel like that comes from a place of a little bit of guilt or like some some sort of like fucked up ideal where I'm like punishing myself later because I indulged in something now. Um and that I feel like definitely comes from like not not a good place of like oh I really want a salad. It comes yeah. from like a ooh I have to or I should have a salad because I wonder where that starts though. Where does that begin? That's so interesting to me because um, I feel like that's a really good check-in with yourself if you are like dieting or like anything like that Mm -hmm. Um, because I used to eat mostly plant-based for like Mm two-ish years Um, Mm -hmm. and it started because I was like feeling really low energy, like my stomach hurt all the time, like all this stuff. And so I was like, okay, I want to like I want to try this like vegan diet because I it was like very popular on YouTube at the time. Like there were a lot of vegan like creators. Um, So I started and then I felt amazing. Like I my poops were like so good. I was in in and out of the bathroom, like nice, solid poops with like barely anything to wipe. It was like so good. Perfect. Yeah, so much fiber. Yeah. And then, you know, like I also, it's like, I naturally like slimmed down a little bit. Like I was really enjoying it. But then I think if I think back on it, there were times when like certain meals, it's like, I could have been more flexible, but I was like, I, there were points where I got very strict with it, you know, of like, Mm -hmm. oh, that has like dairy in it, but it's like barely, it's not even like there's literal like milk in it. It's like another, like, it's like a byproduct or something where Mm. it was just getting too strict. Um, So I feel like that it's a good filter to be like, oh, is, am I eating this way? Because like I uh, intuitively, like my body wants it, or is there like something else that's playing in? And it could be both at the same time, but like, it's really important to like check yourself on that I think yes yeah that reminds me of like the apple watch so mm. I when I first got my apple watch like two I think years ago 
I was obsessed with like the fitness tracker and like mm. the the rings, right? You like you you cover your rings, you close your rings, right? Your activity, your fitness, your standing. And I was I, I used to get so obsessed with it. And at first it was like, oh, this is great. It's meant to make you get up more and be on the move more and move your body and moving your body is scientifically great for you. Mm. But then it it started getting like unhealthy because I was like frantically like trying to close my rings when like I there were like other things that I needed to do or like it was giving it was starting to give me like anxiety at the end of the night because I was like oh shit I didn't close all my rings like okay I need to like you know do my jumping jacks or like whatever or like I was kept looking at the calorie count like it's just like was getting a little too aggressive and so I needed to just like not wear it anymore yeah I think checking yourself is always a good thing to do whether you're like thinking about food or diet whether you're thinking about like fitness or movement like any of these things I just think it's important for women to like constantly ask yourself and it's okay what you know whether you're doing it for one thing or another or whatever but I think it's always nice just knowing yeah yeah being aware of it yeah at least being aware yeah it's also like that is like an external like stimuli, right? Of like telling you what you should do with your body. But it's also yeah. like mental. Like what are you, how are you like stimulating your body and like the messages mm. that you're sending to yourself? Mm. Like I think that one thing that I'm learning about is like comparison. So I think that mm. like with the body, you compare your body to another person's body. And like this has been actually like ingrained in me at like such an early age because my sister is only a year older than me and she has like the skinny gene. She has like the fast metabolism. She can eat like all these things. Like when we were younger for me, I was like thick booty, Christine, like little girl. Like I had like a big waist when I was younger. And I remember always just like, but it wasn't like that. Like if I didn't have my sister, I think I would have been more okay with myself if I didn't have like that person to compare my body to and like, we're also sharing clothes. So like the clothes fit differently. It's just like a whole like war that you have when you have someone right there to compare your body to. But it's like, even with not having a sister, there's like other women or other people in like the public eye that you begin to like compare your body to. And that's like something that I'm like training myself not to do anymore. It's like such an unhealthy behavior of that person is also probably going through a war with their body like and I am like projecting my war onto them so like that has to just like stop and I'm like learning how to not do that anymore and just be like everyone's going through it in their own bodies try to be as happy in your body as you can be and like serve it in like a healthy way so that's like that took a lot of years of undoing. I know that this is like, I'm not alone in this. Like, I'm sure that there's so many other women going through these challenges even today in their 40s and 50s. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a long road for us. But also online, everything is fake. Everything is fake so online. True. It's just so mm-hmm. crazy. But like, it looks so good and it looks so real that you forget you know when you're seeing something and you're feeling insecure about something or whatever and you see 
this photo of fucking Kendall Jenner and her perfect fucking body. <laughs> I'm like, so upset. <laughs> I feel like this is this is a great segue to um, Samcha, actually. Yeah, yeah, nah. it is. I think. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, cheers, girls. Oh, wow, yeah. we're just we're in sync today. Samcha, like we wanted to talk about how the beauty standard, like our thoughts on the beauty standards evolving, kind mm-hmm. of in our lifetime, even because, like, if you've noticed, like when we were younger, like middle school, high school even college, I guess, like when we were younger, it was like thin, thin, thin was the thing. It was like Paris Hilton and like fucking like a two inch, like not even two inch fly on your um, skinny jeans. Cause like mm-hmm. they had to be so low, you know? Um, and like yeah. you had your hips stick out, <laughs> your hip bones. Um, yeah. And then it was like Kardashians and like BBLs and like big boobs, like curvy. And then now it's like going back to like really skinny and it's like very triggering for millennials. Thing, right? Yes, and the buckle fat removal thing. So um, I guess, yeah, just what are your what are your thoughts on on that and how has that been for you personally witnessing those changes in standards? It's exhausting. <laughs> it's right. It's exhausting. It's like they're, they're just like in the public eyes. So I think that there's a lot more. I mean, obviously more eyeballs and pressure on them, but like you, me, like we're all like normal people and there aren't that many eyeballs on our bodies. Right. So Mm. we don't have the resources to get BBL and buckle fat. And like, we can't just like cycle through like thousands of dollars on like our bodies. Right. The way that I think about it is just, what can I do to go to Pilates and be like, feel in my body? (laughs) feel happy in it instead of like having to change this sounds so like cliche but this is like like a lesson that I'm learning it's just like I mean yeah fine baby Botox but like I'm not gonna do anything like major to my I'm not gonna get like a tummy tuck or anything like that because that's something that I'll just work towards for closer to free than having to get it done and then (sighs) spend thousand dollars but have it done in like a week you know I don't know that's I think it's unfair to put all that expectation on women to keep going through these potentially like dangerous procedures for the sake of what's trendy, right? Yeah. The female you know what it feels like? The female body is trending. (laughs) Is that what you said? All shapes. Yeah. Right? All shapes. That's right. That's right. The visual in my head is like I'm sitting and watching like this insane roller coaster in front mm-hmm. of me and like you know when like you see someone working out and you're like tired <laughs> like it's that feeling where it's like it's like this roller coaster of like celebrities and like beauty standards and it's like going up and down and like it's like there's a whole thing going on in front of you and like you get a little bit of it like you get the effects of it a little bit right like mm-hmm. when mom jeans came live I was like sick like I went out and got mom jeans like whatever the the thing is so you get a little bit of it but you're just watching it and it's just exhausting and it's yeah it's just it's just nuts like the the different changes on things that are coming back and leaving and it's 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 a lot yeah it makes me feel like I feel on one side I feel like it's like so irresponsible that 
celebrities it's like they'll get a bbl but then get it removed and then they'll like get their cheek fat removed and they'll whatever like it feels really irresponsible for them to be doing that not only like as an example to other people but like for their bodies blah 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 but then it's like their livelihood is like how they look you know so it's like it's like us investing in like yeah yeah, like we have to invest in like new a new laptop or like I don't know whatever it is it's like (laughs) to do your job but like that's their job is like how they look and then to Christine's point earlier like Mm -hmm. everyone's going through their thing so it's like you know who's to blame them if they have the resources to do that and then it's also their job so I feel like those two conflicting emotions when I think about like how it's just changing so rapidly you like feel bad for them but then also at the same time it's like it's your job so like you do it Mm -hmm. then like or, you know, like, what are what are these celebrities even signing up for? Like, are they signing up for just, like, a life of, like, mm. back and forth? Or, like, are they just trying to be – it's just, like – Yeah. It just seems like they're – what they value and their value systems are so different from ours and, like, mm. lifestyle is so different, too. So I think it's just knowing about these things because it's so bombarded to us, like, on TikTok and Instagram. It just becomes – more in your face. But if I didn't have that media in my face all the time, I don't think I would even care. Mm. I don't, I wouldn't know about it. And I wouldn't want to even mentally engage in it because it's just so far removed from the things that I care about. I do care about like other things, like how you decorate your body with like fashion Mm. or art or things Mm. like that. But like Christina creative with her makeup and that's like fun, you know, and it's not something Mm. that's like, an artful creative practice but if it's something that's like harmful to your body or harmful to like your mentality of how you see your body that's just like so so just unhealthy to carry like yeah why and it's also like I mean it goes back to like the whole research thing if you genuinely feel like you want something or need something to change mm-hmm. because that was that's always been a complex for you or whatever and you really need to get this done and then you saw you know your favorite celebrity get it done last week I think mm-hmm. it's also just about like just do your damn research like go go in and talk to people or like learn about it before just thinking oh yeah like this person got it they're fine I'm gonna go get yeah. it like it doesn't it doesn't work that way so just like really do your research and after all the research after the weeks the months whatever of like sitting with it if you really want it like go go do it and empower yourself to do so but but yeah just like i'm i'm right now i'm just thinking about the veneers and like the you know the reels of like the people getting veneers and like they're it's just it's too much and like teeth have different styles too. If you remember the way that Hillary Duff did her teeth like back in the day and then how she changed it to like look more natural, there was like a style of like straight oh, veneers really straight. and people oh. are trying to like morph it into more of like an organic way That's of so, having bigger dude, teeth. Everything has trends. That's wild. Yes. yes. Yeah. But also so like one other thing that I was thinking about was when you do that research of like, if I want to get something done, it's one thing that I've been thinking about. It's like, whose gaze is it for? Is it for the female gaze? Is it for mm. your own or the male gaze? Trying to dissect a little bit of understanding who who is this actually for? Is it for me or is it for? Yeah, like, that's a good that point. I'm going to like 
show this part of my body off to other women and then make them feel bad or like I don't know it's I think like the intention has yeah it has to be there yeah yeah it's like what it's like the just what we were saying of like checking yourself like why am I why am I eating this way or why am I wanting to do this procedure yeah just like what's the the root cause what is your favorite part of your body Oh, how wholesome. Or what are your favorite parts of your body? What do you love about your body? Because there has why to just be one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Everything? That's, that's great too. Christine, you go first. I like my right shoulder. Oh, why? <laughs> Tell us more. Specifically the right one, not the left one. Because it has this like shape. <laughs> I was like looking at it in a picture and like we recently did like family portraits and the guy was like what side do you want and I was like I want my right shoulder to show and basically my right shoulder has like a dent in it because I've been like carrying like my book bags on it <laughs> so it has this like very interesting shape so I really think that it's like something that I put onto my body and my body changed based off of like the things that I did in my life so that's like one little, it's like a little um, badge of honor. Um, <laughs> it's probably not good for my scoliosis, but it's like my favorite shoulder. <laughs> and I also like my dimples. I thought that they would go away um, as I got older. But like, do you guys like kind of see it? Like, I yeah, yeah, it's like right here. So cute. Um, I know Christina and like her, like the women in her family also have that too. But like, I like my dimple. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I actually am like generally happy with my body. I think though there are things that like I want to improve, but for the most part, there isn't anything that I'm like, oh, I do not like my ears though. And I know that <laughs> why I just want to call out that I don't like Can my ears because ears? they're different shapes, first of all. Okay. One is more pointed than the other. I think they got like squished in the womb. And they're kind of <laughs> they're really they're kind of like you know, they're like elfy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, some people get surgery to get elf like looking no, ears. I know. <laughs> Why? Beauty standards. Oh my God. Beauty standards. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Anyways, that's that's what I wanted to share. What about you, Christina? I like my freckles. I oh, like my freckles. So yes. My face. So good. And then I also <laughs> my face. I just like my face. I like my face. No, on my face. So good. <laughs> I also like my hips. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't, you didn't say hips. I would have been really upset. Yeah. Christina has the he has the hips. Like, he is that girl with the hips. You know. But I think it's the like child it's, rearing. Yes. <laughs> I think it's just like proportionally, like because I think like. In general, like, I don't know if my hip size is, like, that big, but I think with my proportions, like, yeah, yeah, I, I like, I like things that accentuate my waist and my hips. Yeah. Yeah. Christina yeah. has some awesome hips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's so funny. Child rearing hips. <laughs> Child rearing hips. So pop well, out those also, like, babies. You know, Usually, like, Asians, again, completely generalizing, but, like, a lot of Asian women have, like, more straighter bodies. Like, they, you know, mm-hmm. it's just more straight. Um, but Christina has, like, the the hips. Hourglass. Not the boobs, like though. So it's not it's it's not <laughs> quite an hourglass. Like, the top of the hourglass is not there, but it's, like, the it's middle. The bottom to of the, the, yeah, yeah, it's, it's more there. <laughs> what about you, Megan? 
Um, oh my gosh, I didn't realize we were gonna this was a this was a question we did not plan. Um <laughs> I guess I guess I also like like my shoulders and like my collarbones like Ooh. up here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel I like you look like really good when you wear I, you look really good when you wear oh, your like tank these. tops that like cut in on the sides and it just like shows off yeah. your shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the like button up shirts, right? Like the blouses that oh, you wear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it just shows my little chesty chest the, shoulder the, area. The chesty vibes. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's one of my favorite, I think, places. What else? I think that's pr- like you know this is like my yeah, we can stop there. <laughs> I'm like so uncomfortable. Oh my god, yeah, no, this is my favorite. You have like awesome height. You have like flowing yes. goddess hair that like dark hair. Curvy. What 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 was it with Libra? No, it wasn't Libra. Oh, the, the dark hair rising. Dark, dark, yeah, eyes. Gemini rising. Dark hair, dark eyes. I'm a Gemini rising, guys. Oh, that was so a good question, fun. Christine. Yeah, it was a good, good question. It's a, it's a, I have so many favorite things about your guys' beautiful bodies. <laughs> I hope you celebrate as much as I do. <laughs> cheers! Oh, cheers Whoa. to that. Love you and your bodies. <laughs>